Hey folks, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. SWAT is part of His Light International Ministries. Our mission is to equip and encourage men to walk out the truths found in Scripture. We're glad you've joined us this afternoon. I'm Brad Sykes, sitting alongside my good buddy Doug McCary. Brother, how are you? I'm good. I cannot hear myself over here. Oh, uh, I don't know if they've done something to the board, <laughs> but I plugged into the monitor you, you may have hit the wrong I button can't, you I mean, can hear yourself. i can and i can hear you fine yeah, so I, uh, I hopefully just, you know how you talk and you, you it's weird because you can't hear yourself you get so used to hearing it right but, uh i don't know i'm better uh, off not hearing break. myself uh, sometimes uh, maybe jeremy and, uh, can come over here and <laughs> figure out what's going on but anyway well listen it uh hopefully our listeners can hear us and, well i just uh, want to say i'm proud of you for wearing your TCU hat after that shellacking they took wow. last night. Was that painful? It, or, it I mean, was really painful, Brad. I'm going to tell you that it was so painful. Uh, I felt so bad for you and all the TCU fans that had high expectations for that game because it was really, really uh it was bad. Hey, so have you ever had those situations where you go, hey, we're just happy to be there? Um, you know, it, uh, I, I've been saying all along, I'm just happy to be there. We're at the dance, but I'm not happy with the outcome. I mean, it's not that I, I'm unhappy with the outcome that we lost. What I'm what I'm upset about is just the level uh, mm-hmm. that we got beat. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I remember Nick Saban saying at the beginning of the game, if TCU scores 40, they'll get a chance. Right. And right. I'm like and I'm thinking, okay, maybe maybe he thinks they got a shot at this. And uh it was bad. It, I felt bad, so bad for the TCU guys. First of all, they didn't have their thirty three in there, you know, you're running right. back. Yeah. And that, that was missing. Yeah. But even with that, I mean that that other running back did a really good job yeah. for, for the team. Yeah. I mean I you know, to uh, to be candid, I, I watched about uh maybe I, I nursed my way to the halftime. <laughs> And then said, I, "I think I'm done." Uh, you know, it's way past my bedtime anyway. When that game, when wait those a minute, late you games, mean I watched more than you did? <laughs> I watched to the end, man. Almost. Oh, no doubt, no that, doubt. That's funny. Yeah, it was. It was uh, anyway. Hey, you know, I did get some good text messages last night during the game, and uh, yeah, condolences were coming early, if you know what I mean. So uh, anyway. Enough of enough of my TCU horn frogs. <laughs> well, that's all right. Hey, I um, I don't know if you saw. You know, uh, um, Al Moeller yesterday did a thing on how they're trying to get the abortion pill out into like Walgreens mm-hmm. and and what they call box stores out there, and um, you know, it, it it was a big part of his uh, broadcast yesterday, and then today. On um, Fox News, there was a uh, uh, really a story about a singer. Um, I, I don't know who the Pussycat Dolls are. I know they're a singing group. I just don't know who they are. Do you know them? Have you ever heard of them? Um, yes, I have heard of them. Okay, well, you're more culturally <clears throat> but, relevant but, than I am. Cause uh, I, I, th- I don't. I th- well, I've heard of them. I, I if you ask me what songs they sing, I couldn't right. tell you. 
Well, now, if my girls were here, they might be able to tell you. But I think they were uh, they were an older well, <clears throat> they were back in our day. Hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So. Well, she uh, is a former singer for them, and uh, she had had an abortion and talks about that. And actually, she had three abortions, mm. and then she met Jesus, or he came and rescued right. her basically right. but um anyway um she talks about her story and she said she grew up and and she was she basically said that uh it was she was enchained and bonded to the devil hmm in that music industry she yeah. was in. And, you know, I mean, I know your son-in-law is involved in the industry. And my daughter. And, yeah, yeah, and your daughter. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter whether it's country music, rock music, uh, it, it, even Christian music. Sure. It, it, oh, it's yeah. it's a tough life. Yeah. yeah. On the road a lot <laughs> and doing a lot of things. And, um, and she was... She just said she was triggered when she saw two little girls looking up at her in a concert after she had had an abortion, and it just really wrecked her. And uh, But thank the Lord that now Jesus has come to her, and uh, she says she was compelled by the Holy Spirit to share a story about what's going on in her life now and the regret she has. And so... Um, she said, you know, as painful as I look back and good, good for her that she's talking about it now mm-hmm. and that she's able to speak to it. Um, you know, Brad, when God lays out a design and we go against that design, it will always bring painful consequences. Yeah, absolutely. And we may not <clears throat> see them right away. And I'm sure early on in her career, she blew past some of these things. Right. Right. And there was some temporary happiness, some temporary, you know, some kind of pleasure right. that she experienced. But she talks about the things that she feels now. And if you're listening out there, you know, uh, one of the greatest things that we can teach our children and our grandchildren is what James Dobson says. I'm going to share this quote this week, and it's just a powerful quote that life is loaded like a gun that's it's loaded so and that when you make choices, sometimes you encounter irrevocable consequences that you regret. Not that, that God's love can't heal you, that his, his forgiveness can't give you new life, but you still deal with the scars and the pain for the rest of your life. Just like yeah. she talks yeah. about in her testimony. So, um, she says, you know, what you show men is that you don't value yourself or your seed or their seed. And in return, they don't value us as women because we do these things to ourselves and our children. And that's true. And what um, Moeller was saying is we have a culture of death. And now we're exporting this to Walgreens and CVS Mm -hmm. to support people making choices that go outside of god's design yeah yeah well you and i talk often about this fact just this morning uh working through hebrews 3 uh at our west side study 
you get through the whole text of Hebrews 3, and then at the end, uh, there's a warning. Uh, God gives us a warning when we go against uh, his His uh, statutes. Mm-hmm. When, when, we, when we choose to violate his law, mm-hmm. uh, this isn't legalism. This is the reality that when we go against God's design, there's consequences. Uh, there's going to be consequences, and and one of those consequences is a hard heart. You know, you 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 and I both experienced uh, men that we've either discipled or walked with that walked away from the Lord, just kind of you know got a little off track, mm-hmm. but nobody was there to exhort them mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, come back," and they keep going that that down that road, and eventually, you get a hard heart. When you do that, yes, exactly right, and 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 we as believers have a responsibility to share how God has delivered us Amen. from that darkness, oh. and and that's what she's doing. And you know, First she, Peter two nine, right? Yeah, yeah <clears throat> she she makes it clear. She says, uh, "I've gone through this, and I, I'm." I'm just telling you, you will regret it your whole life. She says, even if you become a mother, even if you become happily married, you're still going to regret it because you took the life of an innocent child that God designed you to reproduce. He says, be fruitful and multiply over and over. And the family is the base unit of the faith community. And yep. and so when we exercise um, our freedom at going against the design God has made, it sets up some terribly painful consequences yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> you and I can speak to that just in our own personal lives. <laughs> yes. When we have uh, gone against God's design, <clears throat> uh, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all have personal experience in that area. And uh, the idea is that we are to be in fellowship first with the Lord and then uh, vertically, and then that affects our horizontal relationships. So, uh, you know, we're glad you have tuned in today. And, Doug, I know we are going to kind of get get back into Acts this week. If you are currently not in a, in a men's study, SWAT is a men's ministry. Uh, although there is a SWAT lady study that in does fact, get they, together. That starts tomorrow back <clears throat> That's too. tomorrow as well. Uh, but if you're not in a men's study or a women's study, uh, go to SWATradio.com. Uh, this is not just a radio broadcast. Obviously, the uh, the hour that Doug and I spend here is specifically designed for the radio, but we have a weekly Bible studies that get together throughout the city and uh, we kick back off tomorrow. Yeah, and I, I just have to say, you know, I Lori came to me about a year ago about the SWAT for Women, and they meet here at the Salem Center, 7235 Bentley Road in Jacksonville at 10 o'clock. And if you want to come, you can come at 10 if you're a lady. If you want to come at um, – um, uh, what what we started at twelve, right? We started at twelve. I couldn't even yeah, remember. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's been so long <laughs> since I forgot. We start at twelve. We have Chick Fil A tomorrow oh, for yeah. us at at noon. And uh, guys, I hope you'll come join us. And then we meet on Thursdays, and you'll have to hear about where we're meeting because it's a new location when it we is. come back. It is. Well, listen, we're glad to have you on with us today. Um, 
We'd love to hear from you this afternoon. We'll take your calls during our final segment, 844-777-SWAT. That's 844-777-7928. You can also email us if you have a question or comment. Send that to ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Little David Crowder there coming in. Uh, Doug, I, I missed the uh, Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. By uh, the way, you were, <clears throat> I think you and I were talking about this yesterday about the pentatonics, uh, the yeah, Christmas they did, music. They did the, they, they, and they did the national anthem. I was going to text you last night. That, but They did a good <clears throat> job, didn't they? Yeah, that was the highlight of my night. Well, was, I have to tell it? you, I you know, um, the Jags on Sunday had a guy do it with a guitar. I've never seen anybody do that. Really? Yeah. Like I've an electric seen, guitar? Yeah. yeah I've never seen anybody do that in a mass <laughs> form. Usually mm-hmm. it's always sung, so I was literally... Uh, I have, well, that's not true. I have heard a guy do it with a trumpet, which was a pretty That would be thing. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be but cool. But anyway, yeah. um, you know, uh, we... Uh, what I was going to share about uh swat is we are doing a new location it's really oh yes the same <clears> restaurant <throat> we're still meeting uh at jumping jack's house of food but uh they are uh they are opening up in a couple of weeks but uh, they're so gracious a new new location or just a relocation yeah it's a relocation but but we will be having swat there uh tomorrow or thursday morning actually and um, if you want to join us there, it's 4899 Belfort Road. That's 4899 Belfort Road. It is the new location of uh, Jumpin' Jack's House of Food. And uh, they were on San Jose. Now they moved here in Jacksonville. i got to see where that is. got to open up my map here, um, Four eight. Nine, nine nine Belfort Road. Hey, and I, I just want to, um, you know, 
thank our listeners for the emails over Christmas. You know, people listen like we we got uh, emails from people that heard Rick Rigsby uh, do that very first interview <clears throat> like six years ago. I had a guy this uh, morning as I came out of Bible study on the west side. He said, "Man, I loved listening uh, to you guys uh, uh, with Rick Rigsby." Yeah, he that that was a funny interview. <laughs> uh, but we had a lot of good interviews. Tommy Nelson. Um, you know, and um, other guys. And so, uh, hey, this week on Thursday, uh, Brad, before we get into the, the teaching today, is uh, we ha- we're going to have Dr. Perry Bowers uh, from Focus Living Ministries. Yeah. Perry's been on here several times. Yeah. Perry's been a mentor in my life since the, the mid-90s and uh, met him through Leighton Ford. And he is just a, a discipler. Uh, he, he does like SWAT groups up there, but they call them forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did them up in Columbia, South Carolina for a long time, and now he's moved to Chattanooga. But uh, he'll be our guest Thursday, and he's going to be talking about every year Perry has a word, and I, I try to adopt that and have a word that's going to kind of guide my thinking during my devotional time and my year. Yeah. And uh, he he started that. Uh, I think 40-something years ago. So he actually has a plaque where he engraves the word mm-hmm, and puts it on mm-hmm. there. Uh, and now he's doing phrases. He used to just do a word, but he does love phrases. Uh, so anyway, he's going to be our guest Thursday. You you will love hearing from Perry. He's very challenging, but he knows ministry to men. He's He's been around discipling for a long time. Um, um, and he really has a, a heart for the word. Which is this week we're looking at Acts nineteen twenty one through forty one, and this is Paul's third journey. Paul is in Ephesus, and we we kind of started off looking at it yesterday a little bit, kind of an overview a review overview. Today we're we're going to look at the first six or seven verses, verses twenty one through twenty seven, and we saw yesterday in verse twenty. The key word for the whole chapter is the word of the Lord increased and prevailed mightily. And, you know, we live in a culture, Brad, where technology, um, wealth, whatever you want to fill in the blank with, tends to overshadow God's word in our life as an authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> we're much more likely to buy into technology than what God says in his word. Because we just don't give it the value, but God's word values it or triumphs over false religion, false worship, false witnesses. And we see that in the text. And today we're looking specifically at this area of false religion. Um, Paul goes into Ephesus and it was a cesspool of idolatry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was known for hosting uh, the Temple of Diana, which was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, um, it was called uh, Artemis, the pre-Roman you know Roman name, and basically a meteorite fell from heaven, and they they represented that as Artemis or Diana, and they worshipped that place and that goddess as a fertility god. And the, the reason that was so important was they believed that worship would bring rain. It would bring crops. It would bring wealth. And uh, we don't, we're more sophisticated than that today. We don't think that way. In fact, most of us look at rain as a hindrance. We don't look yeah. at it, but it was always a blessing for God's people. Right. Rain brought crops. It brought 
uh, food. It brought stuff that you could trade. But in that culture, there were people actually in 33 different countries that worshipped Diana, this goddess. And, and Ephesus was where this great temple was. So they would actually make pilgrimages over there. And so Paul goes in there. And remember what we covered the last time we were together, not just yesterday, but I mean before the break at Christmas. And Paul goes into Ephesus and sees people burning their books of magic, mm-hmm. sees people turning to the Lord. And it was so impactful that there were false priests who tried to emulate Paul, the sons of Sceva. We talked about that yesterday. And Paul was having such an impact, they were trying to emulate him. And so now the people are are upset. And there's this guy named Demetrius who is a silversmith, and he's kind of the head of the guild of silversmiths. And they contract out all these little idol-making things, and it was a big business. And and so I'm going to have you read verses 21 through 27, and then we're going to unpack it a little bit about how God's word brings shalom, which is peace. It's even more peace than we know, but not chaos. And this idolatry had brought chaos to the people because idols can never do anything for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Yeah, I'll read it uh, again. Acts 19, verse 21. Now, after these events, Paul resolved in the spirit to pass through Macedonia and Achaia and go to Jerusalem, saying, After I've been there, I must also see Rome. And having sent into Macedonia two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. Verse 23, About that time there arose no little disturbance concerning the way. For a man named Demetrius, a silversmith who made silver shrines of Artemis, brought no little business to the craftsmen. These he gathered together with the workmen in similar trades and said, Men, you know that from this business we have our wealth. And you see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but in, but in almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a great many people, saying that God's made with hands are not gods. And there is danger not only that this trade of ours may come into disrepute, but also that the, that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be counted as nothing, and that she may even be disposed from her magnificence, she whom all Asia and the world worship. Well, once again, we see that the bottom line is it comes to money, right? Yeah. I mean, like, Right. Paul's impacting the temple or the shrine making business, the idol making business. But I want to go back to the first verse you read, verse 21. And after it says after these events, what events? Well, remember, there was a book burning. Mm -hmm. There was there was all these people turning to Christ. And by the way, Paul wasn't burning the books. The people that own them burn them. They said, we don't want to pass this on. Right, It's right. not like a book burning today where people are saying we need to get rid of this. No, the people that own them said, we don't want our children to read this. We don't want anybody else to be influenced by this. Sounds familiar. Yeah. And so after these events, Paul, it says he wanted to pass through Macedonia and Achaia and go to Jerusalem, and he's wanting to go to Rome. But it says... 
he sent two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus. Why did he send them into Macedonia? By the way, you know where Macedonia is? That's Thessalonica. That's Berea. That's Corinth. And he stayed in Asia, but he sent them on. Why did he send them on? In other words, why is he going to Macedonia, Achaia, and Jerusalem? Well, Paul, if you draw a line from Antioch to Rome, he hits the major cities there, right? And he sent Timothy and Erastus on ahead to collect money early because he did not want people to associate him necessarily with pressuring them to do it. Mm -hmm. And so if you go to um, 2 Corinthians 9.1, it says, It is superfluous for me to write to you about the ministry of the saints, for I know your readiness, of which I boast about you to the people of Macedonia, saying that Achaia has been ready since last year, and your zeal has stirred up most of them. But I am sending the brothers, Timothy and Erastus, so that our boasting about you may not prove empty, so that you may be ready, as I said you would. Ready for what? Well, ready to give. If you go over to Romans Mm -hmm. 15, it says, At present I'm going to Jerusalem bringing aid to the saints, for Macedonia and Achaia have been pleased to make some contribution for the poor among the saints of Jerusalem. And over in 1 Corinthians 16, he says, I'm going to stay in Ephesus, which is Asia, until Pentecost for a wide door for effective work has been opened. There are many adversaries. When Timothy comes, see that you put him at ease among you, for he's doing the work of the Lord. In other words, he's coming with Erastus to ask for money for the saints in Jerusalem. Why? Paul had a strong conviction that the Gentile churches needed to contribute to the poor believers Mm -hmm. in Jerusalem because guess what? The poor believers in Jerusalem were the ones that sent the gospel out. And he wanted to to show that they were one. And when we come back at that, we're going to look at what happened with Demetrius uh, after, you know, we just covered that. I just wanted to give that little background, mm-hmm. and we'll good. get into Demetrius when we come back. Yeah, well, we're going to take a break for national news. Again, we're glad you joined us on SWAT Radio. We want to hear from you during our final segment. The number is 844-777-SWAT, 844-777-7928. If you're unable to call, we'll still want to hear from you. Send us an email at ask at SWATradio.com. Questions, comments, ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. We're glad you joined us as Doug and I are working our way through Acts chapter 19. We're, uh, this week, we are looking at verses 21 through 41. You know, Doug, you we just read 21 through 27, and you're talking about how Paul is moving through this area. He sends uh, Timothy and Erasmus ahead. I think it's great that 
uh, it's one of the reasons I love to study the word mm. is to kind of see how God connects scripture with scripture that that scripture really supports scripture as people often take a, a verse and they just claim that verse and it's usually taken out of context you know yeah. or oftentimes it's taken yeah. out of context well, yeah well you got two writers here you got Luke writing to Theophilus mm-hmm. who's telling what happened yeah and then you got Paul writing the Corinthians and writing the Roman church right um uh and or in fact two letters to the Corinthians and he's he's basically you're, you're tying in what's happened yeah, if you exactly. see the same thing yeah, which is yeah. scripture validating scripture right well, I just think that's so important that you know as we're and I you and I talked about this a long time ago we can't plumb the depths Never of can. God and his word well, and, well, I was sharing with you what Lori shared yesterday that I awesome. never, and I'm sitting there about the, uh, about, you know, now just stop if you're, if you're listening out there, cause you hear this, but we're not commanded in scripture, like directly to pray for unbelievers. Like you see three references to it in Paul's letters to pray for somebody's salvation. Mm-hmm. Now we know mm-hmm. we're to pray for it sure. in a general sense. But Paul's prayers, go look at Paul's prayers. Look at every one of his letters. Mm-hmm. Look in Acts and and look and see what he prayed. And I never thought about that. And Lori was just doing a deep dive. And she said, have you ever really studied Paul's prayers? And I'm going, well, to be honest with you, I've looked at some of them, but I don't think I've done a deep dive on all of them. And she said, most of his prayers are for the boldness of believers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first, just to be honest, you become a little defensive in the sense that you didn't know that or you go, well, wait a minute, you know, because it just sounds right. But but the truth is, if you look at the weight of his prayers, most of those prayers were for the boldness of the believers or for the church to be bold mm-hmm, witnesses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the problem is not God's people out in the world who've not yet bowed their knee it's the ineffective church who is not being a bold witness to those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And I mean, you see that throughout Paul. Yeah. This this boldness, this courage to get you know to proclaim the word of God. Yeah. And and knowing that it's you know it's not my job to convert people, mm. but I do have a responsibility to proclaim the excellencies of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's. What a command. It, 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 that's what we're to be about. Well, Paul does that in, in uh, Ephesus, and what happens is this guy named Demetrius was really upset because he lost a lot of money. Yeah. And he was the leader of the guild. Now, I want to go back to Genesis 1 for a second because it's very interesting. There's a Hebrew word or a phrase called tohu, T-O-H-U, <laughs> Vavohu. Vavohu. It sounds like something you're just saying, right? <laughs> but it's Tohu Vavohu, and it's in Genesis one, verse two, and it it it's it means emptiness, chaos. Um, it it says the earth was without form and void. It was chaos. It was Tohu Vavohu. That phrase is used in Jeremiah four and third in Isaiah thirty four. It's translated empty, but it's only three times in the Bible. Hmm. But 
That's what idols bring. And notice in verse 3, Brad, of Genesis 1, what it says. God spoke into the tohu vavohu, Mm -hmm. and he brought what? He brought light. He spoke light and brought peace. He brought shalom. God's word brings shalom to chaos. All those people that were worshiping some little silver shrine and not seeing it do anything because it couldn't, uh, they become like it is what Psalm 115 says. That when you you worship idols, you become like them. You have no ears to hear. You have no eyes to see. And and so verse 23, Luke is telling Theophysus, this man named Demetrius uh, got upset, and he got everybody, and he starts saying, hey, we got to do something because uh, of what? There was a disturbance because of the way. Notice yeah. that in verse <clears throat> 24, or 23. The way. Right was a monotheistic view, no idols. It was the one true God, Yahweh, and and they worshiped the Artemis, which was the queen of all idols. She was the goddess of fertility. And these people are trying to secure a blessing, and God's people are supposed to follow God. Israel was to follow God. And, and how did they do that? They had three feasts that reminded them to remember God. Um, but all the other nations, the Canaanites, the you know Hittites, all of them, and, and even the people here, they worshiped idols, Baals, fertility gods. And remember Elijah when he confronted him. He said, you think your God's a God of rain? There'd be no rain for three and a half years. There right. wasn't rain. And they said, go get your... 850 priest and let's have a, a standoff and they did and he he goes and he puts god to the test well paul is sitting there and he's been preaching the gospel and this demetrius gets very upset because of the money and it's it's all money driven and you know brad if you look in our culture a lot of people make money off sin in our culture. Mm-hmm. We talked about abortion mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. pornography, billion-dollar yeah. industries, right? Right. And these people will get upset if we were to start seeing revivals. Yeah. You start seeing people walk away from these things, mm-hmm. they get really testy because it's money for them. Yeah. And the world lives for money. God's people don't live for money. We live for God. And, you know... Paul, it says, persuaded. You know, the word he uses, Paul persuaded and turned them away. I think of 1 Peter 2.9. You're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that what you may proclaim his excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and light. I would have loved to have seen Paul's, you know, sharing with them. From, from you know, guys, I used to mm-hmm. condemn this. <clears throat> yep. You know that had to be a part of his story. Right. Well, I've, I've oftentimes looked at it, just highlighted that word persuaded. There's a real art to persuading somebody, don't you think? Yeah. And I don't think it's getting angry. <laughs> no. You know, so oftentimes we, we want to make a point and we've lost the art of persuasion. Yes. And I think there's, a, you know, when it comes to proclaiming the gospel— there's an element of persuasion. Well, yeah, you know, and, and you know, it, it's really interesting. I was thinking, just listening to you talk about 
it's always fascinating to me after Christmas, which is where we are right now, to go and watch people try to return stuff or watch people anytime. Anytime somebody has a problem with something, an airline or whatever, to watch people who blow their stack, they lose their cool, <laughs> and they really think that's going to make these people right. help them. <clears throat> right. They're well, not persuading them to do anything but make it, you know, they that's not persuasive at all. Yeah. The way you persuade people is you show them, one, you know what? I know this is hard, but can you help me with this? Well, I mean, look at Paul throughout throughout the book of Acts, as at least when Paul comes onto the scene. What what is the first thing he does when he enters, you know, these towns? <laughs> you know, he goes to the synagogue. He does, and it, it, he that word is used often. Persuades. Mm-hmm. You know, when it when I'm trying to persuade somebody. I'm not going to do that through force necessarily. Well, no, it, no. it is using reason and dialogue, right. listening to, to, to go back and yeah. forth with them. Well, he did that in Thessalonica, and and so, but you know, it, it's funny. Demetrius talks about the money first, but then he says, and it might even bring Artemis down. I mean, it, people will stop right. respecting her, and and you know, and all this. But the whole point of this whole section is when you contrast God's word from Paul and the message from Demetrius, the shrine, mm-hmm. the silver shrine, mm-hmm. which one has power? Yeah. Which one is really yeah. real? Yeah. You know, I, I, I see people who, you know, I remember John Monger's testimony. He followed Buddha. Buddha did nothing for him. Buddha did nothing. He when when he had any he did nothing and God came into his life and he says God has never left me. Here's a guy yeah. who was raised in Buddhism had nothing to do with his American culture. Well, and as a Buddhist, he wasn't getting beaten. No, <laughs> but when he came to Christ, John started to get persecuted. Yeah, he got persecuted. Why? Why are people so angry? You know, they, they, they had this on um, a news channel last night. A guy was talking about how, how is it that if you tell, you can tell people you're a Buddhist, you're a Muslim, you're a, you're a Satan worshiper. My, my goodness, they had articles mm-hmm. about this big dedication of a satanic temple up in the Northeast the other day. You can tell them anything and nobody bats an eye. But if you tell them you love Jesus, yeah. if you tell them you love Jesus, mm. They hate you. Yeah. Why? Because that just that. Now, listen, you can talk about God in a generic sense all you want. Start talk. Start talking about Yahweh. Start talking about Yahweh and Jesus and watch what happens. You will have Demetrius's in your life yes. who will try to come against you yeah. and start a riot. And that's yeah. what they do. Well, when, when, when we speak truth, it often exposes the lies. Yeah. And the lies that, uh, you know, the, the, the silversmith, the, the income, the revenue that was created through this uh, business that Demetrius and these others are about, is it's a false god. Yeah, well, you remember when uh, Paul, at, back in Acts 16, cast out the demon of the girl? Those owners oh, yeah. got mad they because were, it was money. Yeah, it was hot. all about the money, boys. Yep. All yep. about the money. Hey, when we come back from break, Doug and I'll take your calls. The number to call, 844-777-7928. Again, if you're unable to call, email us at ask at 
swatradio.com. That's A-S-K at swatradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for our final segment. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I'll never win this war I can never be, never be free without you I can never be, never be me without you Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio Doug, it's good to be back in studio. I'm kind of enjoying this. I, you know, I talked about yesterday just getting back into the rhythm, and uh, SWAT Radio is kind of one of those rhythms in my life that I, I, I really need. I mean, it's it's how important it is that we gather around the Word of God, mm. and uh, you know, for those who are new to SWAT Radio, SWAT is a it stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. It is a a teaching ministry that really seeks to equip and encourage men in their daily walk with Christ. Uh, This broadcast is made possible by the generous donations of listeners like you and corporate sponsors who support clear and unashamed teaching and the discussion of God's Word. If you are interested or you know somebody who might be interested in learning more about SWAT Radio or one of the many SWAT Bible studies for men, Go to SWATradio.com, click on the SWAT Meetings tab. We we would love to have you join us in person. And if you're interested in supporting or sponsoring SWAT Radio, you can click on the Support tab at SWATradio.com for further information. If you want to call in, our lines are be open, and uh, Jeremy will take your calls. The number to call is 844-777-7928. That's 844 777 SWAT. You know, Doug, I was thinking about how how many of us can really relate to the fact that, you know, whether if you've been around long enough, you've been through the ups and downs of an economy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I personally, you, you know, so much of my life, uh, I, I, I'm a marketplace guy. I've owned and operated numerous businesses. I've been through the ups and downs and and I've been through those those times where uh I didn't. I wouldn't have said that uh, money was an idol, mm-hmm. but boy, you start taking it away from me, you start to realize how much I I value that. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, 
I, I have shared this many times as part of what I share when I go speak someplace is that as God began to uh, take away certain things, whether it was in my business or even in my family, I started to see how tightly I would grip hold of these things. And, and really, I'm thankful that God did that. You know, mm. Not very often we can say, God, I'm really thankful that he took that business from me, or I'm really thankful that that business failed. Because what it did for me is it really exposed this idol that we have made in America, certainly around the world, uh, well, the idol of, of financial security. Yeah, that's a it's a huge idol for us here. And, and, you know, a lot of times when our idols are threatened, we become angry, we become uh, defensive. Mm-hmm. As, as we, we sometimes those last idols, the ones that are really close and dear to us are the hardest ones to yeah. let go of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was sitting here thinking about this and I had a flashback back in, uh, probably somewhere in the mid to like 2007, eight, nine. in that time period, I was in Southern India and, uh, we were doing, uh, evangelism down there and a group of idol makers stopped our bus because uh, like it was on our fifth day there because we were having an impact hmm. and they stopped our bus and they they were trying to force us to leave because they said we were costing them money that it was almost like out of this mm-hmm. chapter and it was interesting being in that predicament there because they were angry they were very angry and they were arguing with our our host pastor who was down there and i remember uh, as i was studying for this thinking about that and thinking about paul and what's going on i mean luke is writing about this and we know what happens after we're going to talk about it tomorrow Mm -hmm. but a riot ensues because of the anger have you know brad we live in a time now where riots can develop really quick in our country for a variety Mm -hmm. of reasons Mm -hmm. and as believers One day may come where standing for truth, standing for God's way, his design, his word, whatever you want to fill in the blank with, but standing for God may have a cost. And Paul has already been through tons of suffering. He's already suffered a lot. And here this brother is again, and he's able to do this. Why? Because one, he rests in the word of God. He has a peace in the midst of this. And he is seeing triumph over this false religion. People keep thinking they got to convert people. They got to try. All we have to do is be the bold witnesses mm-hmm. God has called us to be. His people out there will hear the truth and recognize the difference between the idol and the and their true one God, uh, Yahweh. Well, I think that... that- Verse 23, where it says about that time, of course, looking back to what's taken place, there arose no little disturbance concerning the way. Mm -hmm. It's going to create a disturbance when you say that Jesus is your only, your own, is the only source of shalom. Yeah. Because most people would say, oh, there's lots of things that you can have peace over. You cannot have peace 
apart from Christ. You can't. And and there is no other way, according to Peter and Acts, what Luke records. Uh, Jesus himself said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. But there is a lot of ecumenical garbage out there about we all believe in the same God, we all believe in the same Mm. Jesus, and we don't. Jesus himself says in the last days, there's going to be many who say, you know, I did this for you and I did this for you. And he says, I never knew you. Yep. Matthew 7. And um, and I, I just call on believers as we continue to progress to his return. Praise God, he's coming. I mean, he's coming again. We need to be standing firm. We need to be good stewards. We need to be people who are uh, walking in shalom. Uh, not chaos, uh, not darkness. And it's easy because the enemy, Brad, it seems like the enemy over the last couple of years has brought so much darkness upon members of God's church among the flock. And a lot of people are falling by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of people falling by the wayside. And that's why, you know, I told you I was going through Hebrews 3 this morning over on the west side talking about how it says exhort one another daily mm-hmm. not not once a week you know SWAT radio or is not to be the church we're, we're not to replace the church a SWAT bible but, studies aren't either we're just right. all we are is a gathering of believers who say we want to be a group of men and women who come around the word and we want to support each other encourage each other and and we should be very active in our local churches. Yes. We should yes. be participating members. In fact, this week, tomorrow, and Thursday, and Friday, we're going to be talking about what a worship service entailed because we're going to see it uh, in Troas. Uh, when, when Paul takes his guys and they go into Troas, it says they met. And they met together, and and we're going to look at the what are the things that should be going on at your church, hmm. and if these things aren't a part of it, you might want to have a chat with one of your elders or your pastors and say, hey, you know, it looks like this was really important in the early church. Why aren't listen? The form doesn't stay the same right. necessarily, right. but there are some foundational things and brad i'm going to tell you one of the things that was interesting in this study and this isn't about being a legalist but the church met on the first day of the week and the reason they met on the first day of the week was because that was the day that he rose Mm -hmm. and the church said Mm -hmm. we want to meet on this day recognizing and remembering because it was a special day it was the day he rose again and i think now now People have gone so far as to say, well, we can do it anytime as to go so far as to say, well, I don't even need to go to church and be part of a group. I can just listen to it online Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there's no gathering. Yeah. And if there's no gathering, there's no accountability, no encouragement. And I think that kind of to the point of exhorting one another daily, you know, I think COVID COVID disrupted a lot of things in our society. Yep. And one of those is I, I, I just believe that many uh, just 
decided to do church online and uh, and watch it through YouTube or whatever. And, uh, you know, while that may have worked for a month or so, that, that should not be our habit. We should, uh, be we should not neglect other. the gathering together in person. And, and you and I talk about this often that, listen, defending your faith on Facebook is a lot different than doing it in person. Mm-hmm. I, I highly doubt you're going to persuade, as Paul did, anybody on Facebook. It'll be very rare. If you really want to persuade somebody, pick up the phone, meet them, meet them for coffee. Go get face-to-face with them. And, and learn the skill of persuasion. Yeah, it's hard. well, it's hard to disciple via oh. uh, that, too. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have some meetings, some time together uh, to see face-to-face. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I can sit down with you in a Starbucks and, and spend an hour with you, and I can learn a lot about what's – even if you're hiding stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If I've spent time with you, exactly. we can talk and you go, man, something's not right with him. Yeah. There's just something yeah. not right yeah. there. You know, yeah. Yeah. I but saw a SWAT you guy. You and I have done that a few times, haven't we? Hey, yeah. you're distracted. Yeah. What's well, I saw I saw a SWAT guy the other day and he was really agitated. And I was like, I wonder what's going on with him. And I, I need to ask him yeah. because he blew out of where we were. And I'm just like, we just spoke briefly and but he's he was really agitated and you know you learn if you're around people in a normal setting but if you don't have that you don't get that accountability yeah you're not gonna know you're not gonna know well listen that's a wrap for today i can't believe our time's up we're glad you tuned in join us again tomorrow as we continue our discussion and our study in acts chapter 19 until then douglas i'll see you manana hopefully see you at swat tomorrow yes yes If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual